is Faith Revisited. Welcome to the podcast. On Faith Revisited, we'll talk about our own church as we're constantly trying to adapt to an ever-changing world as a downtown historic church. We'll talk about United Methodist Matters as our denomination faces an exciting and uncertain future. We'll explore church leadership in the 21st century. And we'll talk to different faith leaders about their perspectives of religion today, how we can be more authentic, stop alienating people, and how faith is more important than ever to connect us to God and each other. Hey, maybe we'll touch on a topic that speaks to exactly where you are in your faith. We won't know until we try, right? Let's do it. Welcome to this episode of Faith Revisited. We are so happy to have you here. We have been on hiatus, a little unplanned, and for that, we apologize, but we are back in action. Wait, I think we we need to reintroduce ourselves. I'm Ben. <laughs> it's been that long. And it I'm has. Molly. <laughs> and we're and glad is, to be back with you. And this is Faith Revisited Podcast. In case you unsubscribed because we were not putting up new episodes, welcome back. Welcome back. We are here. Um to explain the absence, um, things have been very busy. I was out in California visiting family for five weeks, which is way too long. I know my family listens. I love you all, but I'm a homebody. Well, heart. but let me let me say it the way that I've been saying it at church, like okay, to there explain you go. Yeah, your you absence. Give a better one. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, Molly, you haven't seen your family since like Christmas of last year or earlier. I mean, and then yeah, COVID my in laws. Yeah, my in laws. I haven't seen before Christmas. So. Yeah, and and so you know, for those who who maybe knew, Molly's from California. Her husband mm-hmm. is from California, or I think his parents live in yeah. Vegas now. Both, but yes, both, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, I mean, you haven't been able to travel in months because of COVID. So by all means, you deserve a few weeks to go see family. Good Mm -hmm. gracious. It was amazing. Saw everyone. I tuned in. What's amazing about Trinity Church is we're all online. And um, we have an amazing team of people that have been with us from the very beginning of when we went online. And they were able to pick up like a wasn't even there. And I tuned in every single Sunday. My family tuned in, my in-laws tuned in. So we have more, like we're getting a California audience. Nice. I check, I actually do check the, um, like you can see your audience on oh, Facebook uh-huh. at least and, and see where everybody's from. Um, and like what percent, and obviously, you know, the biggest percentage is from Georgia, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, no, we, I think California is like number two and North Carolina might be number three. Um, but That's yeah, awesome. I've, I've noticed the, the, the growth and it's probably y'all's families. <laughs> yeah, probably is. And it's me being there Sunday morning, waking up bright and early there. Like, okay, here we go, fam. We're streaming church. Oh yeah. Cause you I mean, you're, you're worshiping at 8am. Yeah. That's rough. I mean, so I'm a small business owner myself. I don't wake up early in the morning. There's just, I don't need to be up and be at an office or anything. So the 8 a.m. Pacific time was pretty rough, but yeah. I just rolled out of bed. That's what's great about online worship. You roll out of bed, you're in your pajamas, you pour your cup of coffee, and you're good to go. Yep, yep. So, I, and we were glad to have y'all. Glad to know that uh, your parents have been watching. I know mm-hmm. um, throughout the pandemic, and so yes. that's that's exciting. And um, you know, hope that they'll they'll continue watching as we move forward. Absolutely. And so I'm back now in Savannah. We are back with Faith Revisited and even more excited. Probably the best news is we're back in person 
on Sunday. We are. We're going to go for it. Uh, and today Can you believe we're, it? I, I cannot. It's a little surreal. And um, I went out of town this weekend, my mm-hmm. wife and I, and we spent a weekend in uh, Charleston and Folly Beach just relaxing. Um, it looked amazing. Yeah. And part of the reason that I did that is I knew this week I'm going to be high strung. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is going to be the first in-person worship in over six months. And, yeah. and there's so many new things and protocols and worries and all these other things um, that, that I want to be real uh, careful, but cautious. You know, excited yes. yeah, and, and, and cautious. And um, we're recording this on Monday night before uh-huh. the first Sunday back. And so um, I, I feel like there's a thousand things yet to be done to be ready. But you know what? We'll get through it. Like, the people that are going to show up on Sunday are the people that love Trinity more than anything. And they're so excited to get back. So I'm really just looking forward to having people in the building again. Yeah, it'll be nice. And, you know, so we can kind of jump into just sort of unpacking what yeah. we're doing and how we're doing it and why, um, you know, I, for multiple reasons, I believe that that online worship is not a temporary fix to a global pandemic. And then we just go back to the way things were. Um, if, you know, hopefully churches have experienced some growth. You've reached new people. I think the digital world is a mission field that we need to be very serious about. Mm-hmm. Um, and and beyond just mission field of reaching new people, which is primary, a secondary reason is like one of the neat things we've found is numerous people who used to be connected to our church, moved to other parts of the country, yeah. are now reconnected to our church. Mm-hmm. We've got um, one of our, our main church members, her sister, both of them, you know, been here forever. Sister lives in Charlotte now. She's a doctor. And, you know, she'd come like twice a year when she was in town visiting her sister. Well, now her sister worships with us every week yeah. and has joined a Zoom small group. Wow. And so like, and I got it, I got the nicest letter um, from a lady who was a member of our church, very active, mm-hmm. retired, moved out to Colorado Springs to be near grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And because of the pandemic, she has worshiped with us almost every week. I get nice notes from her. I mean, Aww. it's just, so, so those things are important. And I hope churches have, have found some traction there. And so I've framed it as we're, we're not just coming back in person and saying goodbye to online only church. We're actually transitioning into hybrid church. Yeah. So Two let me, campuses. To, oh, sorry. Am I ruining No, no, no. Line? I was going to quiz you. I was going to quiz you. What's, <laughs> what's the tagline? Two campuses, online and in person. One church, two one, campuses. Okay. I've been gone for five weeks. Cut me some slack. Yes. One church, one church two, two campuses. campuses. Yeah. And so we're, we're going to try to um, hold our, our online and in-person campuses mm-hmm. uh, in equal tension. And there will be things that will overlap that the two campuses will share in together, like worship on yep. Sundays. Uh, one group will do it live in person. The other group will continue to do it uh, from their living rooms or wherever they're worshiping from online. Uh, We're going to continue to do some connection. Uh, We've been doing like sharing. uh, It's kind of old, you know, kind of old churchy, you know, share your joys and concerns out Mm -hmm. loud. But what it did during the live stream was it really helped people who otherwise are just sitting in their living room by themselves or with their families to share in the comments things that are going well for you in mm-hmm. your week, things you're worried about, what do we need to pray for? And it's a way of connecting people 
So I was about to say, I really feel that it really connected our congregation and they were able to keep up to date with the things, you know, oh, my mother's been sick or, you know, my kid's going through this or, you know, I'm not feeling well or I'm like everyone was communicating and following up with each other and seeing how everything was. And like, we haven't been able to do that ever before. Right. And so we'll continue to do that. That's we will I'm have really a moment in the service that I will tell everyone, pull out, out your phones. Phone. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny. It's funny because I, I have had a person, a uh, very loving person say, you know, I just think this is going to be comical. I mean, to see people with their noses and their phones in the sanctuary, to which my response is, first of all, uh, I got the best view in the house and people are already doing that all the <laughs> yeah. time pre-COVID. <laughs> Why, you know, scrolling yeah. Facebook while I'm trying to preach. Second of all, there's no difference in putting your nose in your phone versus putting your nose in a bulletin or mm-hmm. a hymnal. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least you're interacting with other people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, we're going to do that to try to connect two campuses. One, one big question I need to try to figure out before Sunday. Um, and you'll play a huge part in this is, mm-hmm. um, I still need to figure out a way to, make my microphone only go to a camera so that what I want to do is I want to release people in the room to socially distance and move around the room and greet Mm -hmm. one another, but not touch and all that. But I also want to take that moment to look directly at a camera and to talk only to the online folks. Yeah. Okay. To to welcome them and things like that. So I got to call our sound guy. Uh, who has been so patient <laughs> and gracious in, in shout in, out. Yeah. yeah Kaufman Hines here locally in Savannah, mm-hmm. Jeff Hines and Matt Kaufman have been wonderful. Uh, we, they have come in probably six times over the last six months and just kept enhancing our system and yeah. adding things for us. And to the point that Jeff's made a joke, he's like, you got a real like almost TV studio back there now. Like you've really <laughs> got a thing going, but this is one question. Cause I want to be able to, these are ways that you, in, in drama or, or acting, you call it breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. So when you're watching something on a screen, the screen itself is a barrier, okay? And so the way you break the fourth wall, and you know it in like TV shows like The Office or Parks and Rec or things like that, when someone looks directly at the camera mm-hmm. or talks directly to the camera, they've broken the fourth wall and it draws the viewer in in a different yeah. way. So in online worship, it is key to break the fourth wall. I mean as much as possible, but obviously within, you know, a good smooth framework of worship, but Mm -hmm. that breaking the fourth wall is going to help your online people not feel like they're just peering in on what's happening in person, but they're, they're equally a part of it Yeah, as much as, you know, they can given that their barrier still with screens. So trying to figure that part out is, um, going to be a working progress. That's all right. We, you know, we'll get it. And I also hear, I haven't obviously been there in person, but we have a Molly mic now. You do. You do. You have a Molly mic. Uh, it's what we're affectionately calling it, but you can lean over into the microphone and, um, you know, turn the channel on and you, and I have an earpiece and our music director, Jared has an earpiece, although I, Jared's not sure he really wants to wear one and it's okay if he, <laughs> if he yeah. doesn't, but you'll be able to lean over. Well, it, actually it's not two separate channels. It's one channel. So we'll mm-hmm. hear I'll hear if you're talking to him and vice versa, but you'll lean over and you'll say like, you know, intro video, Jared start playing in 30 seconds, you know, like mm-hmm. you'll cue us to do certain things or um, like when we release people and I go to talk, you know, you may lean over and say, okay, Ben, camera's ready, begin to talk. And so we'll, we'll try to see some product because what we've been doing, uh, I tell people it's, it's comical, but because there's been no one in the room, but like <laughs> six of us, you just yeah. yell these production cues at us. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm just shouting just, most of the time, like, okay, video time. And yeah, three, yeah, two, yeah. One. So, so we, we obviously with people in the room, you can't be shouting yeah, like no. that. So everyone will get to know me really well. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so you'll, you'll, you'll give production cues um, yeah. in that regard. So that's, I hope that'll be helpful. Yeah. So maybe next week's episode of Faith Revisited, we can kind of do a recap of how our mm -hmm. first Sunday in person went and we can go more into detail of things like um, the greeters and yeah, what work, hand what sanitary didn't. stations and what we need to keep working on. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for us to be back in person. I know this is going to be a stressful week for you, but everyone is just so excited to see each other. And um, for our listeners, your churches may have come back. I, I don't know. What's the odds of like churches being back or not? Are the majority of them uh, doing some type of? I think a lot of churches are back. but a, Are we a, one of the last ones? Well, I mean, we're probably in that later group. There's okay. probably still a lot still, still not me. I still know lots of churches not meeting um mm -hmm. you know and and then obviously you got your your large large mega churches yeah many of them are opting to um just wait till after christmas yeah and That's a lot of that has to do with just the the contact tracing and and, and you know when you get that many people in a closed space Ooh. i mean yeah you're just not equipped for that but yeah um yeah, oh, a quick note about music um we're not doing full choir <clears throat> no yeah we are right. doing uh, four singers. We, it's yeah. a quartet. We have staff singers. And so, um, you know, soprano, alto, tenor, and bass. And mm -hmm. um, our music director's got, you know, music that will be good for four people to sing versus just four people trying to sing choral pieces. Now, we are going, we are going fancy this week. We are going to socially distance the Savannah Philharmonic Brass Quintet and Yay. put them in the far corner of the balcony away from everybody and, and allow them to, to play. Uh, they have, play, you know, one of the things we did early on, I mean, everyone's kind of figuring this out together. Mm -hmm. One thing I'm learning is how much grace we need to give each other because there's not, as much as we want to think that there's just this one way of, you know, doing it, opening the world back up, there's not. It's mm -hmm. all situational. Yeah. And so they have played churches. They're booked for other churches. <clears throat> they had very, very strict questions about our plans so that they could feel safe. That's great. Um, in in coming to play and so we, mm -hmm. we they're going to actually be rehearsing thursday evening. are they going to be on camera yes and so okay. one of the things we're going to do um and we, we might as well just hash this out so all the listeners can yeah. hear but this, <laughs> these are some of the notes that we'll go over as we get closer to sunday um and you if you're not busy thursday evening you might want to touch base with jared mm -hmm. to see if you want to come yeah and play with the camera but but the camera that gets the back of our organist we got a multi-camera system mm -hmm. listeners um we have three cameras that get different and and up to like five or six different angles based on which one you want to use and we got pre-programmed angles so you may want to move the one that gets the back of jared's head over you know you mm -hmm. got it on the handbells you're going to have to move that camera between back of his head and handbells you're gonna have to take yeah. it over to the left but that far corner if you can imagine cool. under the window okay. that's where they're gonna that's be. what i was hoping you would say that yes was my, we okay. want them that and that's one of the keys uh listeners that that we're saying almost ad nauseum here is every plan you make you have to ask the question how will this appear on camera mm-hmm you can't put things off camera anymore because there's online worshipers that are counting on seeing be left everything. Out. Yeah, that's right. So everything is, well, okay, how's this going to appear on camera? How can we put this on camera? We've mm -hmm. got our singers spaced in a way that we're confident we can get them on Good. camera. Okay. So how you coordinate those two views, because it's actually the same camera. 
mm-hmm. is is going to be <laughs> it's going to be your call. You know what? Um, well, yeah, we'll figure it out. The other thing is camera three that gets the side of Jared. Depending mm-hmm. on the piece, you you could possibly uh, get them in that as well. But you're the camera person, so yeah. Isn't this funny that we've all taken on? I know you have previous work in radio, but this is just a whole new spiel for all of us, really. Um, Everyone's learned new skills and trades. You know, uh, one of our choir members who by day he's a hospital administrator. Yeah. He, he has become uh, a wonderful sound technician Mm -hmm. Uh, and And video and and video and in your absence, he, he was doing both. So he was doing sound and, and video. I owe him dinner for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, another guy, he's a real estate agent. Uh, Now he did come in with, he does, he does our flowers every week. Yeah. in with phenomenal skills at flower arrangement already, but he has become like this master social media engagement mm-hmm. specialist. He, he acts as the church, um, you know, and he comments on everything. That's something that again, probably off camera, we need to, um, talk about moving forward is that has gotten so good. We've got to figure out, and mm-hmm. if it's recruiting more people or if he wants yeah. to keep doing it, however, but, but to keep putting that stuff online, because it's important for online worshipers to get links dropped for them to get ways to, you know, see the order of worship to have that interaction from the church. So it's not just a one way um, experience of just them watching. And quick side note, two Sundays ago, you put all the hymns in one PDF. We did. That was brilliant. Okay. That is our office administrator's idea. And so what we did was we, we, I got tired of trying to find these PDFs. Yeah. I'd have to find them and all this other stuff. And so what we did was we looked online and found that the United Methodist hymnal, there's a keyboard edition, which is a loose leaf three ring binder edition. Oh. And so we bought two of them. And so now she keeps one in her office. I give her the hymn numbers. She scans them into one PDF, drops the link online. So brilliant. I mean, just constantly improving. Yeah. And, and the reason we got two of them, too, is the music director who's playing the organ, he doesn't have to fumble with the big clunky mm-hmm. hymnal. He can just make copies of his hymns and boom, put them right there on the stand. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm so excited. So you sent out a survey a while ago about who's interested in coming back. Who's mm-hmm. do you know kind of who we're going to expect on Sunday or like how many? Uh, that's a great question. I was just talking, uh, with Katie about that on our way home from vacation today. Um, I've had people say, Oh, what happens if we get, you know, too many on the floor, uh, where we can't distance as well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I guess we'll open the balcony. Um, I'm thinking the, for the side without singers, without singers, like and handbell table, the opposite side of the balcony mm-hmm. for able-bodied people. Cause you have to climb stairs. Um, According to our survey, 53% of respondents, which I need to be careful with that because not everyone responded, mm-hmm. 53% of respondents uh, said they wanted to come back to church by the end of October. And so that means the other 47% either said after Christmas or and I'm just foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Let's just see that this thing changes dramatically. Um, and it was a mix of ages. I asked ages cause I wanted to see how the, the demographic breakdown mm-hmm. would be. And, and I had young people say, Nope, not coming back. Mm-hmm. And I had 75 year olds say, yep. Tell me when to be there. I'll be, I'll be there. Back. So it's all over the map. We had okay. a communion service on a Sunday evening, a couple of weeks. Right, ago. right, right. We yeah. Out. We had about 30 That's come to awesome. that. Okay. Now we were worshiping about 130 to 150 pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rule of thumb for most churches has been if you get a quarter to a third back, 
you're that's what to expect but that was that was gauged by churches that reopened the summer so two okay. things were at play this summer one is it was summer and for states that reopen summer's a downtime for attendance anyways yeah and two we knew less about the the, the, the disease and the risk and all that this summer mm-hmm. than we do now. We, we, you know, as this progresses, we know more and more about the science. So mm-hmm. that changes people's comfort level. Yeah. So to the question of um, how many are we going to have? I don't know. 20? Cool. 60? 80? Yeah, we'll see. It's, I think it's that. really a note on that for churches who are coming back because this is something that I'm also going to talk with Ben about this week that we might as well hash out here is how we need a floater, like a greeter or someone who can take charge, who can help direct people to where empty pews are, send people upstairs if they're able-bodied, you know, have that person that's not the pastor who can be kind of there as like, okay, why don't you come over here? And there's still, you know, someone who's aware of what's going on and can help direct. So um, for other churches doing this, I'd recommend having just a couple handful of people who are kind of ready to step in if needed, um, who will be there. I'll probably be playing part of that role um, on Sunday um, and with help from others who, you know, are around. We'll just see. But I think take some of that off of the pastor's job because this is their first Sunday back or, you know, I mean, I know stakes are going to be high for you. So you might as well have someone else helping direct traffic. And yeah. And I appreciate that because the other thing that I've decided is um, probably the first couple of Sundays. uh, One of my big roles before the, before worship begins is to be the mask police. Okay. Um, We're mandating mask, but that, well, that's because I believe you need to wear a mask to go back to church right now. But it's also because Savannah Chatham County, uh, there's a mask mandate indoors everywhere. So yeah. it's it, it's a local mandate. And so we're going to observe that, um, you know, to which the question is, okay, well, who's going to be the police? Well, first of all, I, in my experience, because it has been mandated since July, most people I've seen out mm-hmm. and about play by the rules pretty well. And, mm-hmm. and when we had our service the other night, everybody wore masks, children included, no questions asked. Didn't have to give out a single mask. It was mm-hmm. perfect. But in the event that someone shows up without a mask, or you know, for God help us, you know, I don't want to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. A greeter doesn't need to be the one to have to bear the brunt of that. Yeah. I'll be the one to say, "Listen, here's the deal. Either you mm-hmm. put this on, or you're gonna have to go back to your car yeah. and you can log on and mm-hmm. watch us online." I mean, it's just the way things are. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, that's like I said, that's the way things are. So I'll worry about the mask. And yeah, if we can have people kind of being friendly and helping people get around. Um, I've tried to prep people, you know, mm-hmm. um, you may not get your favorite pew because it may be closed. <laughs> Try to work with us here. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, this is, you, you know, getting in a pew is better than the last six months of just <laughs> being in your living room. If you're yeah. willing to be back. Think positive. Um, yeah. Yeah, but good I, attitude. Our, yeah, our folks have been pretty good. Now, you know, there's some learning curves that we're going to go through. You know, one of the things that I'm already finding is going to be, I don't want to say difficult because I don't want to cast it in a negative light, but a challenge. That's a better way to put it. Um, a lot of our greeters, you know, who previously were greeters have yeah. said, I'm not coming back. Yep. You know, and trying to recruit new greeters, you know, mm-hmm. potentially is going to be something, a challenge that we're going to need to meet. Um, our nursery, we're opening with to have kids and we're going to do some different things with that. But um, our nursery volunteers, you know, the few who have responded so far have said, I'm not coming back. Yeah. So we do have paid staff and so that'll be okay. But we're going to have to learn to do 
the things we used to do in new ways, potentially with new people. Yep. And that'll Which be an ongoing a, challenge. Or a great opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's I'm a great the optimist. I think that's going to be a great opportunity to get different people involved. And then when the people who have been involved for so long do come back, we just have more hands. Well, and, and so maybe that's a great question for churches that could be struggling with it or just, you know, feeling pessimistic or just defeated by it. Um, and of course, it's easy to say because we haven't gotten there yet, but <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> well, yeah. What, what if instead of it just being a pain in the butt, you can't get people to do things. What if this is a great opportunity that somebody new could find a place to plug in and serve, you know, mm -hmm. and this is the chance they've been waiting for because maybe, you know, maybe, and you may have to help coerce them a little bit, help them see that God could be calling them to this, but maybe they didn't think, they didn't know how to become a greeter. They thought, mm -hmm. oh, they're full of greeters. We don't need any more greeters. All of a sudden you do. Yeah. And there's a place for people. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's important. Great. Well, that seems like a good ending note. Um, I want to thank you all if you're still subscribed or if you'd like to subscribe um, from our hiatus. Um, we're going to be more on top of this. Ben and I are fired up, and um, we're really excited for what this next challenges and opportunities are that's going to come with the church with the podcast and we're going to bring you along the whole way yeah i think next time we'll talk about sort of what we learned and all of that and then and then uh, maybe even kind of talk about some leadership lessons along the way that we're learning as we help people make this transition into one church with two campuses one church with two campuses this is faith revisited signing off we'll see, see you guys you. next time <laughs> bye-bye